1: And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring. Boring.
2: You're
0: going get bored, by bitch. Okay, one
2: thing uh, the game needs is more people like you. You. You.
0: You still have grown men run around tight pants.
2: It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki.
3: Here's Saul Tlemachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Is baseball. Baseball
0: isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob. Radford. Anybody who woke up on Wednesday and suggested that baseball was boring obviously have, has their head in the sand and does not have TV. It has no idea what happened in Miami last night. No idea. Baseball isn't boring. There, I said it. And if you want an example, you obviously got it. And we've been saying this throughout the WBC. I understand. I understand that this is this is a... a, a, a consistent narrative and now it goes away and now we turn the 2023 season and now maybe we have to find other examples but so be it so be it you got this example and it was a pretty powerful one of course what i'm talking about is team japan being team usa three to two punctuated by one of the greatest pitcher hitter showdowns that we'll ever see shohei itani versus mike trout maybe two of the be- two- Of the best players in baseball, the two best players, I should rephrase that, the two best players, not two of the best, the two best players facing off with each other when it counts the most for their countries. Yes, the game didn't matter in terms of standings. Yes, the game didn't matter in terms of the the employers of who are paying millions and millions and millions of dollars for these guys to play baseball. But still, that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is images, and once again, I said this when the Edwin Diaz thing happened. When the Edwin Diaz thing happened, we, yes, it's a flawed thing. Yes, it's an exhibition. Yes, you know, this is not the, the season, the Major League Baseball season. It's not the World Series. It's not the playoffs. It's not games that, that count toward these guys' statistics for their career, to their march to the Hall of Fame. None of these guys are going to be defined to go into the Hall of Fame by the World Baseball Classic Games. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is the the greater good of the game and the images. So when we talk about, is this the greatest game ever played, we put that poll up on, at BB isn't boring. And remarkably, as we sit here, it's about 50-50. So I'm surprised by that because I would say, no, it's not the greatest game ever played. I can't say that. I can't say that because as much as we say, that you know, the stakes are, are, are so high, let's be honest. For, for Team Japan, the stakes are higher than Team USA. That's just how it was. That's how it was. And, and, and if it wasn't that way, then you would have more players playing for Team USA. So was it the greatest game ever played? No, I can't say that. Now, here's, here's the statement that I'll make. It probably was one of the most important games ever played. And maybe that's, a lot of people say, well, that's even more of a declarative statement than the greatest game ever played. But it, 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 it may have been one of the most important games ever played. And why? Because of the exact thing that we talk about every day on this podcast. Baseball isn't boring. The fact that we say this, that we have a podcast named after that, that we have t-shirts, swing juice, thank you, sweatshirts, swing juice, thank you, a book, damn near perfect game. The fact that we have all of that shows you that we are in a fight for the li- its life when it comes to baseball. And this was the biggest salvo that baseball has had in a long, long time. The entire tournament, and not only the entire tournament, but that final image the two best players in the world going up against each other. And this wasn't just the giggles. You know, this wasn't just, haha, okay, you know, this isn't this fun. Like, Otani versus Trout, uh, it, we're going we're gonna to face each other in the backfield in spring training. Everyone get out there, camera to video it. No, this was something that mattered. This is absolutely something that mattered. Look at Trout's face in the dugout immediately after. I mean, the guy looked like he, he was ready to, to burst down in tears. Like, he understood how much this meant. He did. He didn't care if it was his teammate. He didn't care if it was an exhibition game. No. I mean, but when we talk about this game, this moment, it was one of the most important games, I think, for baseball. For baseball. Not in terms of standings, but for baseball. That's what it was. And, And it... The entire tournament did exactly what Rob Manfred had hoped. There are a a tremendous amount of flaws with this, the timing of it, the injuries. Now we're going to see some of these guys come back, and some guys are going to get hurt, particularly pitchers. They always do. You know, look at Daniel Bard. What's going to happen, you know, after his performance the other day? You hope that it works out. You hope that he just picks up where he left off, but who knows? You obviously have the Diaz injury. You have the Altuve injury. It's an imperfect thing. But when we're talking about what this was, what this was on Tuesday night, I don't think it was the greatest game ever played. But I do feel like perhaps it was one of the most important games ever played in baseball. Give me other examples. We have, we have Game 7s in the World Series, and they're great games and momentous games, and we can tell our children about it, and it's, it's legacy games. But they come and they go, right? They come and they go. What is the impact of those Game 7s on the game of baseball? That's what I ask, would ask you. Because a lot of times, and this happens in every sport, a lot of times you just turn the page immediately to football season. That's what you do. I mean, we see it all the time. And you have the parade and everything else. But in terms of doing what this tournament intended, in terms of what this sport needed, you needed that image. You needed Otani versus Trout. You needed this great game to finish things off. You needed this tournament, which had so many great moments and so many great quotes it's such a great atmosphere. You needed that. That's it. I mean, if, and, and maybe a lot of people weren't paying attention like we were, but they were paying attention. And you know what they wouldn't be paying attention to? The 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 side session, you know, of Pitcher X on the backfield in March or the spring trading standings. You wouldn't be paying attention to that. So I'll say it again. Was it the greatest game ever, with all due respect to the poll that at BB isn't boring put up? No, I wouldn't say that. But was it one of the most important games ever? I could, uh, I could make that case. All right. Well, we were being very fortunate throughout the whole tournament, leading up to the tournament, to have Sean Spradling, Sean under, at Sean underscore Spradling, who is was the preeminent voice when it came to the World Baseball Classic. And for him, for us, he was boots to the ground last night in Miami. We appreciate everything Sean did. WBC Central. This is going to be the last or not the last, I'm sorry. This is going to be the 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 WBC Central a quick one cuz Sean had to get out of Miami and get on a plane real quick. I mean, there was the turnaround. We're gonna, and I'm sure Sean will, will dissect and digest everything when it comes to the WBC, what happened and the days to come. But we did want to give Sean's voice as someone who is an expert on the tournament and more of an expert than I can think of anybody. And, and also the fact that he was there. So subscribe, rate, review, listen, all of it. So I'm going to give you Sean WBC a WBC Central on the go. Let's say that, okay? A quick WBC Central, and then after that, what we want to give you. This is I want to give you a conversation I had with a guy named Rio Gomez, and so Rio Gomez is a Red Sox prospect who played for Team Colombia. And there's like a lot of guys who fall under the 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 umbrella of of playing as many games as rio gomez did in the wbc but when i sat down with him for this short conversation it was really it was really like impactful of what it meant to this guy at one point he said you know it might not work out for me in major league baseball but at least i have this i thought that said it all right there So there are plenty of soundbites and examples that I could give you about guys waxing poetic about how great the tournament was, how it was better than they ever thought it would be, so forth and so on. But I I just felt like, you know, this this short sit-down with a guy named Rio Gomez, I think this was a microcosm of it. So after Sean, I give her Rio Gomez... And then we'll, you know what then we'll get ready for the 2023 season. First, all right, here you go. Sean Spradling.:
3: I cannot believe what we just watched. This is Sean Spradling um, with WBC Central, a baseball isn't boring podcast. I am currently in Miami International Airport. Um, it is 5 a.m almost. Um, I have not slept (laughs) because that was the craziest baseball story, narrative, script we've ever seen. Just got done watching the 2023 World Baseball Classic Final. And it could not have been any better than it was. Um, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. It has been... A whirlwind of emotions Um, It has been a um, Crazy couple weeks Crazy couple months Leading up to the tournament And it has been everything and more Than we've asked for Um, The World Baseball Classic is officially over Samurai Japan Is the champions of the 2023 World Baseball Classic They have now won the World Baseball Classic three times They are three time WBC champions 2006 2009 and 2023. And if you didn't see it, you need to go back and watch it. Um, if you, I'm sure you saw the highlights. If you're anywhere on social media, you definitely saw the last out of the game because we got the perfect script. We got the at-bat that we've been waiting for for a, a year, over a year. Ever since the WBC, we knew that Otani and, and Trout would be Interested in playing It is just I cannot believe it Because Ninth inning Mike Trout Two outs Full count And Shohei Otani Is on the mound To close it out It was It was perfect Shohei Otani Struck him out Um Unfortunately USA lost But it was just Baseball The baseball world won Uh, Mark DeRosa said that In his interview Um benji gill the the manager for mexico he said the baseball one this was a uh, the biggest night for baseball um the biggest tournament for baseball so i hope y'all enjoyed it i uh, i i'm like kind of (laughs) sad it's ending it's over it's officially over um i kind of can't believe it we've been waiting so long for this um so yeah, just, I guess I wanted to talk about, this is a super spontaneous, just kind of instant reaction of the World Baseball Classic, um, now that it's over. I um, just kind of wanted to talk to y'all about what I'm feeling right now, and I guess where we go from here, because this was, this was the best World Baseball Classic we've ever had. It's exactly what we wanted it to be. We've been talking about it, I've been talking about this on my podcast, on my Twitter, for months we knew that this was going to be the best one yet it has grown exponentially since 2006 uh and it's grown a ton since 2017 even in the last six years so this is international baseball is the best brand of baseball the world baseball classic is the best brand of baseball i don't expect it to go away anytime soon um this is the future of baseball in my opinion um yeah, it, it, this was a blast. It, it, it's exactly what JP Morosi said on the podcast when he came on. There is a fundamental shift, a change in mindset when these players are wearing their jer- their their country on their chest, on their jersey, and their flag on their sleeve. It's just a completely different conversation for them. Um, it just means so much more. It's not the team that's paying them. It's not their day job. It's not their job. It's It's their heart. like It is what they get to play for is their country and their family, not what they have to play for uh, for a paycheck. It's just totally different. So this World Baseball Classic, every team was incredible to watch. I stayed up until 3 a.m., 4 a.m., woke up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. to watch these games. Um, It was special. It was a special WBC that... That baseball got to watch all around the world Taichung, Taiwan Tokyo, Japan, Phoenix, Arizona And Miami, Florida All of these venues absolutely showed out There was, there was nothing missing we, we got everything that we wanted It was special And I'm, I'm so thankful for this This journey Um so, yeah, tonight was a bunch of fun. I was in Miami from the semifinals, so Sunday through tonight. Uh, I got to see both semifinal games and the final. Both semifinal games were unreal. Mexico was just this historically, over, like, this this team that achieved so much more than they were supposed to. Underdog, massive uh Surprise for a lot of people. I've been talking about them being the most underrated team in this WBC and they showed that. They made it all the way to the semifinals for the first time in history. The only reason they didn't make it to the final was a walk-off by Japan, Munisaka Murakami. So, they surprised everyone. They made Mexico proud. Rainier Rosarena became like the center, the face of baseball for a week. It was so much fun to watch. Um, but, Japan beat them Mid to the final Ended up winning the whole thing um, And then USA Cuba That was an experience Because of Not only all the Cubans That live in In South Florida But just the The narratives And the storylines Between like US Cuba relations And this is the first time They've ever played each other In the national stage And um, this is the Like on In the world baseball classic And this is, this is the first time that the Cuban national team has played in Miami. And so it was just so meaningful. It was crazy because I'd say that the stadium was probably like 70 to 80% Cubans. And yet it was still like a 50-50 crowd because a lot of those Cubans and Cuban-Americans were rooting for the USA. So it was special. Um, it was a blowout. But it was, it was, it was kind of history. It was baseball history that we got to be a part of. And then the final. I mean, USA and Japan. Like, it's what the baseball world wanted. It is what everybody has wanted up to this point. It did not disappoint. Shohei Otani is the the WBC MVP. Um, Rightfully so. He showed out the entire tournament, both pitching and hitting. I cannot believe he, I, I, I still can't get over it. I still cannot believe they found a way to get him to close the last inning of the tournament. The last inning for Samurai Japan, the Angels even told uh, they went public with this earlier today. They said that they had accounted for him pitching one inning in the last in the last game if they made it to the final. So even the Angels were fine with this, but (sighs) it was beautiful. It was so much fun. I can't wait for the next one. Um, We're definitely I I mean, I'm going to continue covering international baseball. Obviously it won't be all WBC related Because the WBC won't be for a couple more years But there, There's so much more to baseball Around the world Than just MLB And just the WBC The WBC is the pinnacle It is like The culmination of all world baseball But We have NPB We have KBO We have the Caribbean Series We have the Mexican League um, We got the Dutch League We got the uh, CPBL So There is There is so much baseball happening year-round that I'm excited to learn more about myself, and I'm excited for y'all to join me in that. Um, I'm going to continue covering baseball. I don't know what it looks like long-term. This is my passion, though, this international baseball um, niche, I think, that all of you that are listening to this podcast probably also really enjoy following. Um, And I want to do my best to cover it and honor all of these countries and these cultures that I've learned so much about and gotten to know people from uh, all these different countries. So it's been special. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody that has been following along. I hope that you enjoyed this world baseball classic as much as I did, because this was a special time. This was, yeah, this was special. This is the best world baseball classic we've ever had and hopefully Hopefully, this just starts the momentum. I've said this before. I will say it over and over again. This winter, from 2022 to 2023, this was the international baseball awakening (laughs) for Americans and for MLB fans. I hope that you joined in on that because, yeah, it's been special. It's been a special ride. Feel free to reach out to me about anything. Any questions that you have, anything you want to talk about, I'm going to be making more podcasts and more graphics and everything. So my flight is leaving, though. So I got to go and get on this flight. So I got to cut this short, but love you all. Thank you so much for joining this journey. Um, It's been a blast. Thank you so much to everybody that I met in Miami. um, And I can't wait to connect with more people and continue this, this journey moving forward
2: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All
0: right, great stuff from Sean. I appreciate everything that he has done and everything he continues to do. All right, As I said, now I want to give you this sit-down I had with Red Sox prospect Rio Gomez, son of former sports writer, the late Pedro Gomez. Such a good guy, such a good guy. And Rio, so articulate, such a guy, such a, a great ambassador to... So, really, the game. You hear him talk. Obviously, his dad was a great ambassador for the game, and he's just a great guy to talk to. And I'm I'm, gonna, I'm happy I got the chance to catch up with him after he got back from his experience in the WBC. But I felt, felt like maybe this was a subtle good way to punctuate everything that came in with these guys going in and playing. So, anyway, I hope everybody enjoyed. Subscribe, rate, review, listen. Here's Rio. Um, so, was it what you expected?
1: It was better than I expected. I mean, it was one of those where I tried imagining how great this experience would have been, and I never could come up to what it ended up being. Um, just the, the entire
2: week and a half was just the most, probably the best baseball experience I've ever had in my life. So. I think you, in going in, I mean, this is sort of a, a common theme with a lot of WBC guys. Mm. We hear that, right? Going into it, you're like this will be fun. this will yeah. be great, but you could you imagine sitting here and actually uttering those words before
1: No, not to the extent, or at least like i couldn 't at least believe the words that I would be saying, hmm. and you know like have that now that like, I have but the reality was like when I back it up by saying these words, I mean I truly mean it. And beforehand it was just like it was like, Yeah, I expect it to be fun, I expect it I imagine it to be like,
2: this awesome experience, but then you it all unfolds and you're like wow this is um, better than anyone could have dreamt up. <laughs> what was the thing what was the like ten years from now you say, Hey, I remember this happened. Yeah. Uh I mean
1: that's fine. Like, as of right now we're the only team that beat Mexico uh, so and that game was probably the most fun baseball game I've ever seen and been a part of where you know we had there's like 35, 38,000 people in the fans and loud um, 95% of them were there for Mexico so it was loud and just I mean you get to experience what like I guess you know a winter league game in a big league stadium mm. and you get that noise and that passion and
2: just everything that runs with all that energy and Mm. well does it this is sort of a cliche question but does it make you like I saw you pitch before you left and you look really good but coming out of it does it give you even more confidence like yeah absolutely
1: I mean I think a lot of spring is just Building not only that confidence but just like you know, making sure like everything's moving right and the ball's coming out right, pitches, things like that. Um, but obviously when you're in a high energy game and a high environment where you know the, the game is tense and how much more this game matters than any spring training game could ever, you know, matter, I think it helps you just speed up along that, that process of getting everything
2: ready for the season. Mm. So, you talk about that one game. For you, what was the one moment? What was the one? Maybe it was a moment where you walked out of the dugout and looked around. It was, Maybe it was a moment on the mound. What was that one moment? Maybe it was a guy that you faced, a pitch that you threw. Um,
1: honestly,
2: I think it was when I, was
1: when I was done and I was walking off the mound. Uh, I think that was that one moment for me It was when I could really, you know, look up and, take it in and soak in everything that's happening mm. around me um, just because I don't feel like I can do that before or during because I'm so focused on that and the, the game situation that I don't want to you know let that distract me mm. from the task at hand so then afterwards I can finally you know just kind of release and take it in and smile and
2: just be be present at that moment, moment with everything. That's, that's pretty good, yeah. Do you feel like everyone has a dream of being a major leaguer? Right. To so just ask, say, okay, you know, this, yeah, I don't, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen, but yeah. this isn't as far away. This is like, yeah, obviously, goal number
1: one is, dream number one is to be a major leaguer. But I think, you know, if, if that were to never happen, I always have this to fall back onto, and this is.
2: Dream number two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is a pretty damn good dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And so are you gonna watch? Are you glued to it now? Yeah, I've been watching all the games.
1: I oh mean, yeah. And you know, it's tough. You come back here, and all the games are at seven at night and at ten o'clock. And i been just staying up. Like well, I got to see how the USA game ends, and then I got to see how the Mexico game ended the night before. And you know, tonight we have USA and Cuba. And it'll be another good game. And you get to see the the environment, you know. And I think picking Miami was such a great uh, final destination because, like, you know, like tonight's game, like, there's gonna be so many Cuban fans in that crowd, and the other night you saw so many Mexican fans, and there's gonna be Americans, obviously, and I'm sure the Japanese will travel, and the fans will be there for that too. And, uh, you know, it just it creates for this electric environment, where, where this collision of cultures and countries comes together just for this passionate baseball. So.